Welcome to The Sanctuary, a place where we dig deep into motherhood, sisterhood, and the intersection between faith and our everyday lives. I'm Nicole, and I'm a wife, mother of one, and a friend to the sister over here. And I'm MJ, mother of three, devoted Packer fan, and child of God. Are you ready? Whether you're doing dishes, changing diapers, or putting your feet up for a minute, we invite you into an encouraging, truth-telling, and motivational space. Today we are talking about joy. I got joy, you got joy. <laughs> okay, let's do it again. I'm going to do the chant, right? Okay. I got joy, how about you? I got joy. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Oh, we are ready. We are so excited about this topic because it's one that we can just be obviously excited about joyful yeah we can actually be you know happy joyful um but we do want to break it down and actually talk about the difference between joy and happiness all right so my husband and i we're going through um an adoption process and we are in probably at about a year's mark of having been throughout the process. Um, we've been through a lot of different cases that we've put ourselves towards and, um, too many to actually even count at some point, (laughs) you just kind of lose count. But the, the wait and the period of time that we are going to be involved with with the adoption process. Like we knew it would take time. We also knew we'd be waiting. Um, but man, I never knew waiting would be as hard as it is. And as just heart wrenching as it can be, to be honest, to be able to say like, yeah, I totally want to be there for you and I'm giving you my all and here's what I have to offer as a family. Um, and then to hear like, yeah, you weren't chosen because they chose someone who has actually those exact same things that you have, but they're closer. I don't know it, you know, or whatever it may be like the reasons sometimes hurt and so it can kind of lead to a whole bunch of different emotional things. Like, am I doing it right? Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's an, it's a roller coaster for sure. And it can be, it can be trying to actually say, okay, we, we got to know this time, but we're going to keep moving forward. We're going to keep moving forward, knowing that we're putting ourselves out there and we're going to go on that ride again. It's like going to Six Flags Great America and going on the shockwave and doing it over and over like 10 times in a row. And it's like, man, my head just got beat up. I got shook. I have a horrible headache. But like, man, my kids want to go. And it was so much fun. (laughs) So let's do it again. Um, And that, honestly, that fun piece I wouldn't say it was fun, but that's where I find that I've had so much, I've actually had joy within this whole waiting process. Um, to be able to like keep going forward because 
knowing that God's going to supply like the energy that I needed, or even just like the laughter and the joy and the possibility of again, being, being chosen or being able to even um, hear from this mom and her story that that is fulfilling in a, in a wild way that I never would have intended it to be. And it kind of is like, even though it's not a reality yet, that joy is still very real and we're still going through the process. And that honestly is where I see what you were talking about, MJ, but the joy of the Lord is our strength. That is what keeps me moving forward because if it was always a dreadful emotional roller coaster, and I, I was, I was just constantly in the support groups, you know, their support groups for waiting families. Um, or there were, you know, constantly people around me saying like, Oh, poor you. And I would be like, yeah, poor me. And feeling sorry for myself. Like that, I'm sorry, feels good for a minute, but it's not motivating to keep going. Like the, the, the self-pity is not motivating. So, um, yeah, that's kind of been our journey so far. And, um, if there is anyone out there who has adopted or is in the process of it, like, I just say, I just say this too, it's okay to take breaks and it's okay to have those mental retreats where there aren't a lot of cases coming in, or you're not always aware that you could be picked. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a little different though than what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Do you have any other thoughts or examples? I'm so glad we were able to talk about that though, Nicole, because it is, it's a real, right. Real time thing that you get to experience the joy of the Lord. And I just wondered too, is your ability to experience that joy, it rests on your ability to, to trust that the Lord has a grander plan for you. Right. I'm assuming um, it's almost as though, like, if we didn't trust that God had a plan for us, how could we have joy? Because our joy would rest on something that, that we would be able to see, but our ability to trust, uh, in the Lord's hand, being sovereign, knowing that he loves us and has a plan gives us that rest of just really letting that emotion of joy come in, knowing that regardless of my circumstance, God is with me. To look into scripture. Um, second Corinthians seven, seven says, and not only by his coming, but also by the comfort you had given him. He told us about your longing for me, your deep sorrow, your ardent concern for me so that my joy was greater than ever. And that's Paul talking to the Corinthians and writing his letter. Um, and even though he was struggling and he was trying to get to them, he found so much joy knowing that they cared for him, mm-hmm. that they wanted to see him. They were longing to see him. And that's honestly like what it feels like. It feels like, you know, joy is that feeling of like someone longing for you, wanting to see you. It's like your best friend or whoever wanting and longing to see you after not seeing them for years. Mm-hmm. Just like imagine that that's joy and that's what we can, we can access that mm-hmm. and we can have that. Um, and it's not always what people say to you. It's not always what 
you know, a perfect response to a certain situation, right? We get into situations with people who are going through really seriously difficult things. Someone may have just lost someone and you kind of sit around and you're, you're there with them feeling the weight of the grief and you don't know what to say. That's because you can't always say the perfect thing. Joy is not a word. It's not a perfect word. It's, it's oftentimes this mix of feelings that just you can't explain because the things going around, um, going on around you are just so messy and so messed up. Yes. So MJ, do you have like us, uh, let's talk about scripture for a minute because joy is, is honestly more so of a word that we'll find in scripture more than maybe any other place except for Christmas songs and your cheerleading chants. Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, so I typically like to look at scriptures that talk about how the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I know that may be a common phrase that people hear. And until we break it down, it may not have too much meaning. Right. But for my own walk, it's in Nehemiah. He talks about how the joy of the Lord is a strength. Like, Do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Um, and there's there's also other scripture in Psalms that talk about how the Lord is our shield and our strength. And he gives us joy in our heart in the midst of suffering. Um, It's important when you look at these scriptures, though, that many of the places that we see joy, the scriptures don't typically talk about how the person is necessarily in the most optimal circumstances, right? In Old Testament and in the New Testament, when people are speaking about joy in the scriptures, you see that it highlights the fact that despite suffering Mm -hmm. circumstances, They're experiencing joy, which allows me to believe that joy really is a supernatural gift to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can look at your circumstances and easily feel sorry for yourself Mm -hmm. and then go into a downward spiral. Mm -hmm. That's a a great example. And like, even as you're speaking about that story, it just kind of even elaborates more on like, what can joy look like and why do we get experiences and just in that situation I know that it's like it it isn't the circumstance that provides you identity or provides you respite or provides you a sanctuary or hope you know it's really it's the Lord allowing you to have insight as like what's most important and he gives you those eyes to be able to like observe here are the other things that you are experiencing those relationships the authenticity that you get to see in those scenarios that you otherwise would not maybe encounter that like enlightens your heart and the holy spirit is able to like let you have joy even though it seems like your goal or your your expected outcome doesn't come to pass in that way mm-hmm. yeah and honestly, we see that with um, with Paul and in so many of his letters in the Corinthians. And so, when we, as we wrap up, we want to just throw out to you that hope that is in the joy that we can have that supernatural gift that God gives us in our spirits. That's joy when you feel it. And it's a lot of times it is when you're resisting something and you're going through something hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, if we didn't have joy, we probably all would have given up by now. Right. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so it's worth thinking like, what have I given up on? What, what have you given up on that maybe 
is still kind of like nagging at you. Maybe it's another chance to turn it around Mm -hmm. and to move forward. Um, Because if you've given up, that doesn't mean the the door is completely closed. Like you can keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. So we're going to pray and um, let us be on our way. Lord, thank you so much that you've given the space, Lord, that you provided us with uh, the ability to speak about your joy that you give us, Lord. Lord, I pray that this person may be able to experience it. I pray that they may be able to just delight in you, Lord, that they would find strength in the joy that you alone can provide. I pray that as they go through their day today, God, that they would be restored and that they would not be weary, God. I pray that you would remove any hindrances that are not enabling them to feel your love, your compassion, your mercy, Lord, in their heart, that they may be able to rest and know that you are their shield and their refuge, and that no matter what the circumstances, no matter what it looks like to their eyes, God, that you are with them, you are for them, you are about them, and God, that they can abide by you right now. I pray and just praise you, Jesus, that you choose us and you pursue us. pray this person, Father, would just find so much joy in this day right now that their heart would be overfilling with it and everybody around them would feel how contagious it is to be able to feel your presence, Lord. We thank you for this day, Lord Jesus. It's in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen.